0: Welcome back to Marvel News Desk, your best place to keep up with all the latest news, reviews, and speculation concerning Marvel films and TV shows. I'm Caleb. We've got Adam. We've got Rhiannon. How are you guys doing today?
1: I'm doing good. I'm doing good.
0: Mm-hmm. I spent mm-hmm.
1: yesterday at Broadway Con, which Ooh. is much smaller than New York Comic Con, but still lots of fun, lots of cosplay, good times.
0: Do they, like, oh. announce new shows and stuff there, or is that not a thing they do?
1: I actually didn't go to any panels. I was helping out a vendor, but I don't think they announced new shows or anything. I think it's um, a lot of previous cast members and, and current cast members. And, like, there was a panel with the swings from certain shows. And I actually, as I left, um, was behind one of the original cast members from Rent. I was like, oh. Like, um yeah so there's a lot of like former cast members or stuff like that but um i don't think it's the big event of like announcing new stuff
2: yeah is hugh jackman the like biggest star on broadway at the moment
1: probably yeah yeah but even his show um like ticket prices are going down a little bit
0: a little bit cool well let's talk about marvel a little bit so let's do this viewers here's the deal it's been a very very crappy week here at Mm -hmm. at my household um i have not gotten to see thor yet my dear friend anthony fauci has suggested it would be inappropriate for me to do so (laughs) and so um i have not gotten to see it yet so i am going to try to ask some non-spoilery questions to these guys to get their take we've done this before it can be kind of fun Uh, So, guys, here's my first question. Is Thor Love and Thunder sort of like Ragnarok Part 2? And rather you say yes or no, is it good or bad that it is or isn't Ragnarok Part 2?
1: It is not. I don't know if being Ragnarok Part 2 would have made it. See, for me, Ragnarok goes straight into... Infinity War, mm-hmm. and I don't see this as Ragnarok Part 2, but Adam, what do you think?
2: I, I agree with that assessment. I think it tries to be, but it fails at becoming Ragnarok, which is probably good for Caleb since Caleb hates Ragnarok, but it, to people who loved Ragnarok, it's like, man, that, it really tries hard to be Ragnarok too, but it's ultimately not, which to me, I think, is one of its biggest downfalls.
1: I think the only way in which it tries to be Ragnarok 2 is that I feel like a lot of the things that really succeeded in Ragnarok they maybe tried to do again you know like when I, those 90s comedies where like it would do really well and so they would make a sequel and they would use all the same jokes and then just mm-hmm. like but try to do them a little bit bigger or you know you guys really liked this one so we're gonna do it a whole lot more I feel like that's the only way in which it might be Ragnarok 2.
2: I got it. Yeah, it does struggle to find like an identity, I guess. It tries to be Ragnarok, it tries to be this, it tries to be this, it tries to be this.
0: Okay. So, I mean, one of the things that I found frustrating with the with Ragnarok was just I didn't find the script to be particularly focused. It just seemed like they were messing around a lot. <laughs> this is this is worse, isn't it? Like I can just tell. <laughs> this is just guys messing around on camera, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh,
2: If you're hoping for focus, uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Just wait for it to come on Disney (laughs) Plus.
0: I mean, it's just it's been a little concerning, like watching interviews and stuff. Mm -hmm. Tyka has just been like, "Oh yeah," because Ragnarok was so successful, they gave us you know a little more free reign, and so I just I just went ahead and I was me, and it's like, oh, I'm not sure that's that's great, you know, like. Sometimes some constraints on an artist can be helpful. So you're
2: you're off Twitter, right? You're yeah. not on Twitter. Um, indie film bros have turned on Taika Foley, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not after Ragnarok, but after this.
0: He's he's a sellout now. They're oh, uh, they're it, going against him big time. That's hey. it's got to happen. How how can how could he be a true champion of cinema if he's with the cinema killers at Disney, you know? So,
1: I feel like my Twitter feed has been very, like, slimmed down. And I don't follow a ton of, like, film bros or Marvel bros even. But I have not seen anybody loving Taika this week. Huh. On either side. On any side.
0: That's interesting.
1: I mean, he's I mean, still super excited for, like, some of his individual properties. But,
0: yeah. It's funny, because so i haven't seen it but this is making me feel a lot like deadpool like the first deadpool people loved and i was like it's fine uh i'm I'm fearful that they will learn the wrong lessons from this movie and make something that is not nearly as disciplined and well crafted as the first deadpool and it feels like that's what happened here that we had ragnarok and everybody loved it but i was like oof I don't know how great this really is. And then they just let them do more of it. So that's interesting. We'll see at this rate. I'm going to love it. Cause apparently you guys did not love it.
2: No, I did not love it. I did not like it as much as Ragnar. It's So like when I walk out of a theater, you know, like I expect to like break it down a little bit, you know, like Kelsey and I will talk about it and stuff. And we walk to the car and we're like, well, that was a good movie. And then drove home and ate food. <laughs> you yep. know, there was like it was it's almost empty, I guess. There there's just like a sense of empty. I mean, it's, it's a good like movie. The- I enjoyed it, but like what else can we talk about?
0: It's like the white claw of the uh, the MCU. <laughs> yeah.
2: It'll get you there, but you know, at what cost?
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe even like a Seagram's wine cooler, like pre white claw.
2: Seagram's.
1: Or maybe even Boone's
0: Farm. Or a Zima.
2: <laughs> or a Zima. There we go.
0: Zima um, doesn't have enough flavor. So, Christian Bale there's a lot fantastic. of like, hype about him. Was, was he good? Was he well worth the the? Fantastic.
2: The yes. For all two minutes he was in the movie.
1: He was in it for three minutes, Adam. <laughs> I'm
2: sorry. For having Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher, fantastic job. Absolutely dominated the screen every time he was on. Uh, I bought into the look even. Seeing it in action at length and stuff, I bought into the look. Creepy as hell. He just like why why wasn't he in the movie? (laughs)
1: It, It was just oddly put together. I mean that's it didn't know what it was or where it was going. It was just, here's all these things.
2: It does reek of like a studio mandated runtime because they could have went so many ways. And it just felt like, why'd they explain that? Or why didn't they explain this? Or why didn't they go this way or this way or this way? It just felt like too much stuff was cut.
1: It was like, if you took the six hour Marvel TV shows like Falcon Winter Soldier, and then you condensed it into a two hour movie with just as many like strings being dropped out there and none of them being tied up at the end
0: yeah is that too spoilery no I, <laughs> Rihanna's review of Thor or uh, Thor 11 Thunder nothing was resolved in the end That's...
1: No, I mean I'm not saying nothing but I am just yeah. saying it very much like we have watched all these crappy TV shows over the past year and a half and not all of them are crappy but there was a string of like really unfulfilling ones. And through all of those, I was like, well, at least Marvel knows how to make movies, you know, like they're really struggling with this TV side, but at least they know how to make movies. And then I went into a movie and I'm like, who made this? And why is it the same crap that I had to sit through in one of the TV shows? So I guess you could say, I don't like it.
0: Okay. So, I mean, do you guys think there's a problem here like i know people are already starting to like question like is marvel just making too much stuff and it's starting to hurt the quality control or what's going on there
2: i, I don't believe that yet but this is the first time that i've even thought about it i guess i'm like just kind i mean it was it was a rough week because i did not care for miss marvel episode five in the slide i absolutely hate it um in fact um hate's probably a strong word I don't like it. I don't care for it. And then this, I'm like, man, what's, I don't know. I don't feel like they're making too much stuff because, I mean, they have, I mean, they have the resources to make good stuff. But at the same time, I mean, like, I don't know what I expected. And it still came in under expectations, I guess.
1: I mean, if everybody could make a perfect movie, which Marvel has made a lot of really great movies, if everybody could make it, then everybody would be doing that so there has to be a human element that has gone into everything being as good as it has been so far and for for the quality to stay where it is and we don't know what that human element is if it was literally just kevin feige then what is all of this built on you know kevin feige could mm-hmm. only look at so much we've assumed up until this point that like victoria alonso and uh Luis desposito they're that you know, that Feige has a crew under him that has learned his skills and that are also, you know, infusing projects with whatever it is that has made Marvel so successful. But maybe he hasn't, maybe they haven't caught on as much, you know, maybe, maybe they are making too much for this human element to get in and make it right. And they gave Tyka, i mean they clearly gave taika a lot of power to go and be taika and i he Oof! it was oof
0: i'm really fascinated by this i'm, I'm gonna see what, what you know how i feel about it i'll be i know at the rate that we go i'm going to love this bizarrely right just because <laughs> probably you guys feel one way i feel the other Caleb, look who were your favorite characters for bang rock well, so that's what I was about to ask you guys. So my favorite character from Ragnarok, probably Valkyrie. I like Tessa Thompson a whole yeah. lot. Wow. Um who who's the best characters in this? At least non spoilery characters. Like who was in this that you thought was really good? We said I guess Gore is pretty good. Gore
2: I'd probably say Gore and Jane. I say Axel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh they made Korg one of like the main characters? By the way, spoilers. But he's he probably has like the second most lines, it's almost like the Korg movie in a sense, but whatever. Um, yeah, Axel's pretty good. Uh, Nasher and Grinder, absolutely hilarious. One of the best parts of the movie. The goats, uh, some of the I think they're probably in some of the best jokes in the whole entire movie. Like, they have, the one-, they
1: have, they have one of the best through lines throughout the movie, I'd say.
2: Yeah, <laughs> the best character arc in the entire movie yeah. is the two goats. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, uh, I don't know. I want to say Jane was really good, but it, even then, some of the writing was like, "Oof!" Like, I don't. It was just yeah, super corny. But I think it was part of the the character a bit. Her yeah, she has a character
1: history. arc and stuff.
2: It's crazy how it's all in like the third act and like the last ten minutes, and you're like,
0: "Whoa, jeez." Yeah. This is getting good. in credits. Huh. Um. So, you guys, uh, without spoiling anything, is, is this enough Thor's, or do we are, we, are we, do we need another Thor after this one?
1: I feel like we could continue to have Thor. I feel like, I feel like this movie, if anything, showed that Thor has a lot of characters that could use a lot of screen time, mm-hmm. and that it needs a little bit more focused. Or a little more focus. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like it, it it did show that there are a lot of things to this universe. It there were so many little things that I feel like they could build on. I could have a whole Asgardian, a new Asgard TV show
2: yeah.
1: where we're just seeing what's going on in New Asgard and everything there. And you know, give me a community type TV show in New Asgard and you know just the the every day make it a comedy of the stuff happening there and i i would totally go and watch it um if this one just didn't hit
2: for sure for sure yeah they uh got surprisingly like deep into the new asgard stuff and i, I really enjoyed that i'd be surprised if there isn't like a valkyrie spinoff or that you know asgard spinoff on, on disney plus of this i think it did a very poor it needs it we need thor 5 just for the fact that this did not deal with the fallout of endgame and such i don't feel like it totally glossed over thor's own character arc really um in service of mostly jane
0: yeah yeah or nobody really i mean was it refreshing From everything i've heard it's not a super multiverse movie Hmm. and it's not a oh man, Endgame was so traumatic. I'm living with my trauma. Move- like, and I'm not trying to mock stuff, but like the MCU in phase four has been so much. How do you deal with trauma? And how do you deal with the multiverse? It seems like at the very least that this is probably a palate cleanser.
1: <laughs>
0: Maybe. Cool. All right. Well, that's that'll do for now. Uh, we can talk about it more next week. I am sorry. Uh, it certainly was not my plan to not talk about it this week, but here we are.
1: I can't wait to see what you think out Caleb. Mm -hmm. I'm genuinely curious how you will find a way to love this movie. Because as our record
0: goes, (laughs) you love stuff that we don't. This could just be the stinker that none of us like, though. That would be interesting. And
1: I'm so sad. I I was legitimately mad on Friday because I have been looking forward to this movie for so long. And it let me down so hard.
2: Yeah. I, it's, I mean, it, to me, it's tough to follow a multiverse of madness. That's one of my favorite MCU movies. Uh, I'm more, I'm most excited for Caleb to get back to Twitter. I really want him to see Twitter because fandom is crumbling. The MCU is over, Caleb. You got to, you got to be on Twitter for the end of the oh, MCU. Yeah? So, yeah.
0: Right. Cause I mean, this has been a couple of bad ones in a row. I love the way they like, people always tell this. They're like, oh, things are bad. We have had, three B-pluses in a row out of Marvel Studios. Oh, That's
2: That's exactly what it's like. And you're like,
0: well, wait wait a minute. What about No Way Home? That was an A+. Oh, that was a Sony movie. My butt that was a Sony movie. You know, like the idea that you just like throw out No Way Home because Amy Pascal's name is on it. Like, yeah, like she's the one that fixed that movie, you know? And it's like, well, before that, Shang-Chi was like a huge, like, sort of critical darling success, and people really love that, and they're like, well, yeah, but, well, since then, you know, it's like they were making all these things at once, like, they were literally filming Shang-Chi and, and Thor Ragnarok, or Thor Love and Thunder at the same time, I think, to some degree, so.
2: Um, love and is a gorgeous movie, beautiful movie. I didn't mind the volume usage as much um, as others. I mean, it's clear when they use it. <laughs> like you're like oh, okay that's the volume but uh, i thought it was it looked great uh they introduced it's wild i will talk about it
0: after but
2: they do something that's so far out there and wild i
0: i got super excited I, I did I get wasn't. spoiled a little bit and it's always like the mainstream media some entertainment site on yahoo had like an article posted that was like famous actor is marvel's famous character in the comics and like i was like oh okay i could have seen that coming based on the trailers and stuff but wait who was what Uh, i'll put in the chat but maybe it's maybe it wasn't there
2: oh okay yeah Yeah. why can't we talk about that just put a spoiler alert
0: Okay, yes. People who don't... Well, I don't want to know how. I don't know where it comes. I don't oh, know how okay. it happens. That was spoiled for you? Get some entertainment site was just oh. like, blank, blank, is the Marvel's new blank. And I was like, oh, way to put that thing in the headline. Oh, well, that's
2: the most exciting part of the movie, so have fun.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs> I kid, I kid. You'll have a good time.
0: All right, let's talk about Miss Marvel a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will say up front I feel like Miss Marvel episode 5 was by far the worst episode of Miss Marvel. I still enjoy it. I still love the character and all that stuff. I am more and more convinced that this show is excellent at building character and ex- and showing us a world that we're not used to. And they have no idea what they're doing writing an actual comic book story plot. Like All the clandestine stuff and the alternate universe, like it really feels like scraps of the Shang-Chi like plot just got thrown to them and they just repurposed it. Is that what you guys are feeling? Or is there deeper problems to you about what was going on in Miss Marvel lately?
1: I feel like the story that they've chosen to tell is not a comic book story. It's a story of a family, really, even or or you know, of this girl of Kamala. And She happens to be a comic book character and she happens to have powers and all of that. And I think in telling her story, they had to have this episode. But I do feel this episode was weak.
0: It was amazing. We teased like, at least we'll finally have a show that doesn't have a flashback episode next to last episode. Nope, still got it. Even though it has nothing to do with her.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I... Enjoyed. I mean, I enjoyed it because I feel like I'm learning stuff, and I'm I'm getting, and I'm enjoying these characters. Like I enjoyed the little, like yes, episode five didn't advance Miss Marvel much, but it was an enjoyable story for me. Um, and and like I didn't find it painful to sit through or anything. Like I I thought it was fine
0: yeah learning all about partition and how that affected these people and how that generationally has been handed down i think the stuff they've done to describe the grand like the great grandmother and the grandmother and the mom in kamala and talk about like how women relate to each other across generations and sort of the way that certain relationships get like mother-daughter relationships like through time or whatever, and how they they change as you age. Like, I think all that stuff's been awesome. You know, mm-hmm. I just feel like that when there was the big hole in space that the clandestine had to close up, all of a sudden it got weird and it happened really fast. Mm-hmm. And it just felt like they did it because they had to. And then they were moving on to something else, you know.
1: Yeah, um, I agree. I could care less about that part.
0: Yeah. Adam, do you have thoughts? No. mm
2: no, uh, whatever. It's eh. why they 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 resolved everything they needed to resolve, and they still have an episode left. Besides the damage, can ah? It's just it's messy. It's a mess. Another messy ending. It's just bizarre the way they do it. They they um, it's you can guess. The plot of any of these Disney Plus shows, the the second to last episode is going to be the flashback origins sequence, and it tells you everything you need to know about the growing up. But even then, even the partition stuff didn't really even tie into Kamala by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, she was taken back there, but even then, her grandma was like a toddler who probably won't remember any of that stuff, right? Like I, it just it was hard for me to draw the line from here to there. And it just, uh, I don't know. man. Why not have Kamala in the the show about Kamala? I mean, she popped up almost halfway through after a third of the episode was done. I don't,
0: I don't know. It's just, it's whatever. Yeah. I I mean, I'm okay with some of that. Just that I do think it's, it's interesting, you know, like, to me it's not safe it's a little like to make it like a 1940s era bollywood romance for like 20 minutes like that's kind of interesting i'm not sure if they executed it well but I'm, I'm i'm excited for them to take a shot at it you know
2: um um najma is that her name who the the main clandestine person the the flattest villain we've ever got. get your mm-hmm. butt off the the flattest villain we've gotten in in the mcu today like
0: what's what's the purpose uh what's i don't yeah I don't well know. and i think there is a fair question now to be asked they wanted to change kamala's origin stuff to fit better with her family and that is fine I am struggling to see how this would not be better as an inhuman story. Like there's a lot of interesting things here about people who are sort of relocated and forced to move somewhere else and forced to live sort of um, in in a place that's foreign to them. And there's a lot there about what it is to live in a place where others don't trust you and aren't sure what you're like. Inhumans could have fit all of that really well. And there could have been, a lot of ways this could have overlapped really well with um, a variety of things in the Inhumans lore. And I don't know why they dumped it except for they were like trying to keep the powder dry for an Inhumans movie in 2038 or something like that. You know, like it, it, it does seem a little odd to me. I think that they could have worked it much better and this clandestine stuff just really does feel weird and reheated, you know? Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Do we still get iTunes reviews? We should talk about what what's something we like. (laughs) Did we get any news this week? I forewarned you guys. I'm like, I even said on Discord, I'm like, yeah, I don't
0: I don't want to talk about this episode. I mean, but it's okay. I mean, hey, this is what our show is. Like when we like stuff, we like it. We don't, we don't. And we talked about there's a lot of good things about Miss Marvel. I just They had to give it some kind of comic book plot to go around, but I just don't know. I wonder if there's two seasons really here. Like if the exploration back to Pakistan and her family history stuff and the damage control stuff maybe should have been two separate seasons. Because that's what we still have to like clean up, I guess, is damage control. And they're probably going to situate damage control as a bigger baddie to be a problem.
1: Well, I mean, I feel like this is her
0: origin story so like what is going
1: to be the big climax i wouldn't be surprised if they even bring in a whole new challenge for her as like the final climax in the final episode um but i do feel that this this season is an origin story and we're seeing we've seen how kamala got her powers They've referenced the partition so much throughout the season. I felt like they had to go back. It had to have something. They have mentioned the partition so many times. And this incident on the trains and the stars leading her family to the door. Her mother seeing the stars. and her. Gr- grandmother seeing the stars like these things they have thrown in so i feel like they almost had to do this story in this to bring in that full backstory to show us the whole of kamala and i i think we have to think you know i they seem to have very conscientiously decided to make this an origin story, a full introduction and knowing that because they're taking a Pakistani first generation American in Jersey city, that these were a lot of things that the normal Marvel fan base would not be used to and would need a full introduction to. So it appears to me to have been a choice. They want to introduce this world, this character, where she comes from and sort of her life to give her that richness
0: yeah i I, i'm i'm with you i just feel like they could have done like a five episode season with all of that stuff Mm -hmm. minus the damage control Mm -hmm. and then they could have done the same stinger from episode one as the stinger of the end of the first season and like oh now damage control is after her and then done a second season with her on the run from damage control and her powers and maybe even sokovia accords and bring in a young avenger and go from there Uh, the damage control stuff just all feels like extra weight that's been tagged onto this to me in order to like help prep for what's coming that's that's all i can assume is the damage control stuff i don't
1: feel like the damage control stuff is that heavy i mean even if it's a weight like to me i barely remember it okay it's a thing that's there We have a whole other episode. I assume they'll get to it. But to me it's like if they never wrapped around to the damage control control stuff, I'd be like, oh, well you know, they're just some side agency. They're not even S.H.I.E.L.D. Are we just going to? Yeah.
2: So let's talk about damage Control. I'm glad. What's their purpose? You know, because they started off as like a FEMA type, right? Cleaning up disaster areas and such. But now they act as like their Mayor Fisk's thunderbolts task force where they're hunting down superheroes now they're like their shield yeah are are they just both things now
0: or what's we don't know like their motivations right so i think i I don't we don't but to me what would make total sense is if you're cleaning up messes eventually you get to where you try to stop messes right mm -hmm. like i I mean maybe i'm wrong here but like Like FEMA. Eventually, FEMA would start to help places not get destroyed by hurricanes in the first place, not just respond to when they do get destroyed. FEMA
1: has a preparedness division.
0: Right. And so this is what's happening. Damage control is creating a preparedness division where they stop some of these teenage heroes from causing trouble before they do. I think that's what we're supposed to understand is happening. I just what want was- to see more Kamala, like just,
2: just more Kamala. Just why can't, why does everything have to be the end of the world, man? Like, why can't she just like, what happened to the love triangle? We should have gotten that, or what happened to the coming of age story, like the the good old classic John Hughes stuff? Why are we dealing with dimensions budding together with this sixteen year old who just got superpowers? Why?
1: One, because love triangles suck. And two, because she's not a John Hughes character.
0: Okay, but like... I mean, I'm I'm with you, Adam, in that they had to find a way to give her a power, right? mm -hmm. Like the basics of comics, there has to be a reason she has her powers. And for whatever reason, they just refused to go down an Inhumans route. So they had to create a new way. So there was this like... Then they messed with all this clandestine gin stuff. And then once they did that, it like sort of just lent itself to that's the part that's really messy. It's the part that's like almost like there's a great bit of source material that had a very well put together origin that for some reason they scrapped and it causes them trouble. And like, don't get me wrong. I love the show and I'm even okay with the idea that they, they change this stuff for it to fit in the Marvels and the Captain Marvel world better but you need to start to bring us there like if we're done basically with the clandestine stuff and we're not going to hear any more of this it's like not a good enough replacement just because it doesn't make sense i don't even care that it was replaced in humans i just want it to like be a sensible logical thing you know
2: they, they haven't even dove into the the bangle yet you know we know it could take someone back in time apparently
1: I don't think the bangle gives her time traveling powers. I think the bangle gives her powers to connect with her
2: ancestors. Oh. Oh, that makes sense. That's interesting. That's
1: so, that's how they presented it, it felt to me.
0: Question that I'm afraid to ask. Did they break their time travel rules? Or does this work within the time travel rules?
1: Did you guys watch Game of Thrones?
0: Yes. No.
1: The the story of where Hodor got his name. it felt like that to me
0: so it feels like i think it may work this is probably something we don't want to get into if someone from the past is able to beckon someone from the future back it fixes some of those time loop problems
1: yeah i mean to me there was no time loop problem because from day one like it happened Like this universe that they were living in, her grandmother saw the stars from her being there and doing whatever she did. Like they were already in, if Kamala changed things by going back in time, she was already, she already grew up in the world where those changes had occurred. Like, so maybe she created, like, maybe there's another like branch in the multiverse where she didn't go back and save her grandmother, but. If she created a new branch, she also grew up in that branch already.
0: To me, the problem is if Kamala is choosing to go in the past or she goes, oh, there were stars, so I need to go back and make the stars, that becomes a problem because how would she know to go back unless Mm -hmm. she had made them? That's hard. But if Aisha is able to summon her into the past, then... It, Kamala's ability to know or not know about the stars don't make a difference to whether she's brought back because it's all Aisha's volition. So to me, it's like solves the time loop in a very interesting way. All right, what would, what can we get from episode six that would finish this off well?
2: Black Bolt, Medusa, <sighs> Karnak, Gorgon. The, door, the wall, the inhuman wall. Well, like ah. what... Oh, we didn't even talk about Cameron. Cameron? He he has powers now without the bangle? Is he possessed by his mom? Right. Is he possessed? Does well they- I mean
1: I've assumed he I mean that the Jinn have powers and that he is a djinn. So like he inherited some sort of powers and that he's just now figuring out they're just now manifesting.
0: Yeah, so that's what's kind of hard to figure out that they've not made clear. Kamala seems to have powers that are unlocked by the Bengals, but Jin just have powers generally that don't have to be unlocked. But they're almost identical except for the color of them. Maybe. You see, this is this is where <clears throat> the superhero lore stuff is just not. It's just not developed as well as it should be. Like, I, I mean, that's all it comes down to. I I love a lot about this show. But the like plot y stuff is just nobody has asked enough questions about what's going on. It is huge. So
2: every I'm I have to ask color stuff with every visual effects person I talk to, and every single time, it's like, oh, it'll look cool. <laughs> like there's no. That's why when it comes to like time travel and stuff, I'm like, I don't think there are MCU rules. I think it's just dependent uh, on the story at hand. Like when Michael Waldron was writing Doctor Strange 2, I don't think he probably referenced Loki whatsoever. You know? That's interesting. Who knows? Maybe there are. But to answer your question, episode six, what do we need from episode six to beat damage control? Punch that one dude from, what's the not Matt Murdock guy's name? forearms man <laughs> the guy <laughs> who's forearms that we yeah. expected oh, that him guy. In the face. yeah
0: yeah yeah hey ward 2.0 he's kind of got a uh oh i'm trying to think who he looks like but yeah i mean yeah I, to me it's all about setting up something else i really am hoping for a cameo like i'd love to see carol i would think that's maybe happening but we'll see um getting us linked up to the marbles i think is going to happen like they'll start to suggest how this applies maybe we'll get monica rambeau i don't know that's Uh, what i was gonna say i was gonna say five dollars it's monica i would really love for her to be like fighting a bunch of those drones and all of a sudden a couple arrows come through them and kate bishop shows up like to me that would be super fun too but and slides a manila folder across the table that
2: has y dot o dot u dot n dot g dot a dot All are right, are we getting Young Avengers? Was there no news this week?
0: Uh, well, I uh, it, oh, there, uh, was, for
2: there, there was news. There was Echo
1: casting news.
2: There was Echo Florida. casting news. Yeah, yeah. just
1: Daredevil yeah.
0: and Daredevil yeah. and Kingpin,
2: right? Which we do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Captain Four has a director. Captain Four, Captain America Four has a director. The
0: person who directed the Cloverfield Paradox and what else did they direct? That's Overlord, right, Lord, I think. So that was interesting to me because that seems to suggest, like we've talked, probably Blade as the last movie for 2023, and then we get into 2024, and we didn't know the calendar. It would seem mm-hmm. Cap Four might be first up. I think that's a February release date, so they could totally do a uh, another like Black History Month type drop for for sam as cap
1: hmm. we'll probably find out at san diego
0: rihanna did you actually listen to the original scoop about um kingpin and daredevil because there was a little more info that was not in the trades
1: no i didn't
0: so this could be spoilery people. Do you want to know Rihanna? Oh, a- I
1: mean I saw I saw something that was leaked out about the context of their appearances.
0: Yes. Well, a particular visual thing about Kingpin.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I saw that.
0: Okay. Well, listeners, just if you don't want to hear, turn it off. Uh, he's going to have an eye patch, right? Like mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: So, uh, but there was details on like the plot of what daredevil was going to be up to. And there's hints that that might lead into the daredevil series.
0: Yep. More directly. Yeah.
1: Um, that man, I can't believe that's like not speculation or theory, like just the fact that that's out there and it's a thing that trades are talking about still yeah. catches me off guard.
0: Well, um, and as I said, so I listen to the weekly planet a lot. I think they're hilarious. They're just two guys in Australia that basically do what we do. Like they built a huge platform, but they're not scoopers by any means. And their scoops are always called hot, sco- <laughs> hot oh, scoop, hot yeah, yeah. shot of poop. <laughs> and they very specifically state that if anyone quotes them, they must also quote the name of the segment. And so I was very sad that the Hollywood <sighs> reporter did not do as they were supposed to.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and then, um, when's is it? A, are we a week away from San Diego?
1: Yeah, two weeks from yesterday. Two weeks.
0: Okay. Two weeks. All right, two weeks away from the big MCU panel. So, my feet. We we'll probably all do all want to me. do a prediction episode or something.
2: Well, I guess I'd be last next week's with. Yeah yeah full thor spoil full thor spoilers oh. miss marvel finale and
0: comic-con predictions yeah that'd be great we'll do all three of those that sounds great
1: I don't know when i'll be available but we'll schedule it'll if we can do like the monday
0: yeah we'll that week out. yeah all right guys is that good for now yeah. all right thanks for listening to the podcast everybody thanks for supporting us um sorry that i have ruined our thor review we'll get more of it next week we'll talk to you later (laughs)